BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, everybody. What you're about to hear are the piano stylings of Jeff Manuel. Man, listen to Jeff go. Jeff Manuel has been playing piano around Chicago for years. He's played for conventions, for celebrities, played in basement bars with blues bands. He's played at prestigious social clubs, fine restaurants, and in the intimacy of private homes. Book Jeff Manuel at jeffemanuelpianist.com. Don't worry, I'll spell his name at the end of this commercial. You know what Chicago Magazine said? They said that Jeff Manuel is, quote, as comfortable with Chopin as he is with Cole Porter. He's excellent, and his performance is joyous. He offers an elegant stream of compositions and interpretations that entertains the mind but won't hurt the ears. To hear more of Jeff Manuel's work and to book Jeff for your next event, go to jeffmanuelpianist.com. I'm going to spell it out for you, people. J-E-F-F. M as in Mary, A, N as in Nancy, U, E, L, P, I, A, N, I, S, T, dot com. Take it away, Jeff Manuel. And now your host... Chicago Reader columnist, Ben Jarofsky. Hello, everybody. Ben Jarofsky here. We're calling this Scarlet Letter Thursday. And here's why. My Sun-Times headline said it all. Beloved Bright One, home delivered as always. If it's up to City Hall, they'll never work for this town again. Then you open it up to page 12 where the story is. And then, come on, D. I know you're more of a Tribune guy when it comes to headlines, but come on, D, on this headline. You're not wrong about that. Hold your hire. Like fire. Oh, wow. Now, this is a, it's a, pretty good. Now, this is a Sun-Times exclusive. Shout out to Fran Spielman, who we share this office space, a studio space with. She, she uh, records her show here as well. Uh, Fran Spielman, this is a Sun-Times exclusive based on, what, what did they do? 29-page list of untouchables released to the Chicago Sun-Times in response to a freedom of information request. So there's no Tribune counterpart that I can turn to, D, so you could then judge, like, which is better. Now, folks know, have heard this bit, D loves the Tribune headlines, I'm more of a sometimes headline guy, holds your hire. Turns out, in its infinite wisdom, the city of Chicago, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, has a do not hire list. That means once fired, once removed from office, you are never, ever, ever, ever E-V-E-R to be hired again. That's correct. Thank you, Mueller. Unless, of course, there's some process you can go through to clear your name. I think it's like once every two years. But it reminds me sort of of like there was a TV show way back in the day, long before Dr. D was born, probably before long before any of you were born, called Branded. Branded. And in this TV show, Chuck Connors uh, played a former, was a Civil War soldier who uh, was unfairly, unjustly accused of cowardice, I think it was, D. Don't quote me on this. And they kicked 
kicked him out of the army. They branded him, branded. And they took his sword and they broke it over their legs. So he could never use his sword again, which is kind of funny. It's like, well, you could just get another sword, you know what I mean? But anyway, they broke the sword. That's the only part of the show I remember. And that's what they're doing in the city of Chicago. That show sounds awesome. <laughs> it was actually not a... My memory says it was not a bad show. We're talking about a show that aired somewhere in the mid-60s. So, folks, memory's a little faulty on uh, my part. So don't rush to watch it. But I'm just saying it had a great opening where they took the sword. And and Mad Magazine, can I just... I know I'm in a tangent within a tangent. Matt, I love Mad Magazine. They did a parody of Branded, but they when they broke the sword, they had the wrong end. So when the guy broke the sword over his leg, he cut his leg off. I thought that was hilarious back. Anyway, Mad Magazine. Where was I? Branded for life. Oh, yes. Do not hire list. I've got a lot of issues with do not hire list in general. Uh, now, I understand if somebody is uh, charged and convicted of a very egregious crime uh, that uh, he or she should not be. Let's say you're a, a public school employee uh, who has abused children. Yes, you should be on a do not hire list. You should not be put in a position where you can abuse more children. Duh. But a political do not hire list? I don't know. You know, like it just kind of rubs me the wrong way. It's like the inner civil libertarian in me. You understand what I'm saying? I got that inner civil libertarian in me, the inner ACLU uh, member in me, sort of like the inner Republican that exists within me, D, oh, that yeah. uh, is awakened every time I get my property tax bill. Good damn it, runner had a point. No, he didn't, folks. But I'm, you know, just saying. Anyway, back to uh, Brandon for Life, Do Not Hire. Uh, Fran Spielman, the story, excellent story. I urge everybody to check it out. Wait. Yay for our teachers! <laughs> Yay for our teachers! Did you say Bruce Rauner? <sighs> yes, I did. <sighs> Thank God you've got your computer back. Yeah, no kidding. Could you, do, could you play the Rauner thing yesterday? No. Oh, man, I missed it. Yay for our teachers. Then, of course, the next part is yay for Ann Burke. They always you know, forget that part. Bruce Rauner's good uh, good friends, the Burks. Anyway, uh, moving on. They've banned for life. Uh, they put on the do not hire list Eddie Johnson, former police chief, and Bill McCaffrey, uh, the young feller who was the spokesperson in the law department. Now, let me just say this before we get started. I'm not friends with either man, uh, Johnson or McCaffrey. I don't know either man. I'm not sure I've ever met him. I'm, I know I've never met uh, Johnson. I'm pretty sure I've never met McCaffrey. So I'm just saying I'm looking at this from afar. Uh, so I'm not privy to their version of what went down. They've not told me their version. Uh, neither of them is speaking to the press as to what went down. But let's just break down the, the facts that we know. Eddie Johnson was the police chief. Uh, Mayor Rahm hired him uh, in the av after uh, firing Gary McCarthy. Uh, he served, I think, he did a good job serving as police chief at a very tumultuous time, trying to build, rebuild bridges that have been badly burned between Chicago's police department and its black community in the aftermath of the Laquan McDonald video being released. Thought he did an admirable job. I remember he walked uh, with Father Flager. Remember the March, D? We talked about that a lot uh, along the Kennedy or the Dan Ryan uh, when they were protesting budget cuts uh, from uh, the, um, the state budget cuts. So, you know... I thought he did an admirable job at a very difficult time, and he got caught up in an embarrassing scandal. He was kissing a woman who was not his wife at a bar downtown Chicago, all right? City of Chicago was shocked by that, D, shocked and horrified. We, 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 we had that headline going for how many days? We talked about Eddie Gate for how many days, D? 
you know, city of Chicago is still, it's like 1975 here in the city. We're shot. Oh, you would We're- love that. <laughs> you love the 70s. Wait. 1955. Let's go back there in time. The 70s was kind of a hip swing in time, man. Been 30 years old in the 1950s. <laughs> He's really old, guys. Back in the 1950s, I was 30 years old and listened to Frank Sinatra records. Anyway, Chicago was shocked by that. And Lori Lightfoot was shocked. She said he lied to her. Who knows? I don't know. Lori Lightfoot said he lied. He was fired. They put him at a do not hire list. I think that's over. I think that's overkill. I do not think that Eddie Johnson should be permanently banned for working for the city of Chicago. We don't even know what went down uh, between uh, in the conversation between Eddie Johnson and Lori Lightfoot. I just think it's like humiliating the guy. What did he do that deserves such humiliation? I mean, he gave some solid service to the city of Chicago, and that's the reward he gets? Humiliating? He already had his, his freaking embarrassing uh, escapade paraded on the front pages of all the paper. Now he's on a do-not-hire list. Oh, must never hire Eddie Johnson again because he, uh, unforgivable crime of what? Lying to the mayor? We don't know. We don't know what was said between the two of them. Bill McCaffrey. Now, Bill McCaffrey was, uh, he's not nearly as well known uh, as Eddie Johnson. His story was not splashed across the pages. He was a spokesperson for the city uh, law department at the time. And again, I never had any encounters with him uh, when he was a law department uh, spokesperson. Generally don't have the best relations, by the way, D. I just got to share this with uh, public, uh, the communication specialists for the Emanuel administration and the Daily administration back then they just didn't want anything to do with me can you believe that them not wanting something to do with me damn such a nice guy Take a right? chill pill, man. yeah uh, I, okay Rom, i will do that anyway um this arose from the incident regarding uh, corporation counsel mark flesner that was flesner gate uh, now we talked a lot about this flesner gate is the corporation counsel the chief lawyer that the city has he was hired for that job by uh, mayor Lori lightfoot she should be free to hire she wants right d she it, the corporation counsel is the number one legal advisor that the mayor of chicago has as such she turns to him or her uh for all kinds of advice on all kinds of issues so it has to be someone that uh, Lori lightfoot trusts uh, someone that Lori Lightfoot admires, someone uh, who Lori Lightfoot thinks has integrity, uh, someone that Lori Lightfoot thinks uh, whose view of law matches her view of law. It's a very important position. And so I, I agree that Lori Lightfoot should be able to hire whoever she wants. So she did a survey of all the lawyers in the world and decided that Mark Flesner was the lawyer best suited to fill this important job. Fine. That's her prerogative, D. She was elected mayor of the city of Chicago. I voted for her. Okay. Turns out. <laughs> it's her prerogative. It's she her can prerogative. do what she wants to she, do. Well, in this case, all right. I don't know if she could. Just, I mean, in this case, she could do what she wants to do. Turns out. That was a Bobby Brown reference. Oh, I, I missed that. I know. Well, I know you it did. It was like in this. the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in this case, it turns out that Mark Flesner did not live in the city of Chicago, D. No, lived in Naperville, I think. That's a suburb, okay? Furthermore, here's the part that really got to me. Turns out that he voted Republican in the 2018 uh, primary, which meant that he either voted for Jeannie Ives or Bruce Rauner. That staggers me. It's like, what in the world would motivate somebody? I can Okay, I really struggle with this, folks. I understand that not everybody's a Democrat like I am. But what in the world would motivate somebody to vote in that particular primary? 
Your choice was Bruce Rauner, who is arguably the worst governor this state has. No, he was the worst governor this state has ever had, at least in my lifetime. I mean, uh, in the 50s, too? Yeah, he was. Oh, my God. For them. The 50s. We had some great governors in the 50s. Stratton. Yay William Stratton. for our teachers. Yay for our teachers. William Stratton may have served some time in jail. All no. right. Okay. There you for, go. Forget Stratton. Sounds All like right. a typical Illinois governor. So he's, uh, I would say, now, is he worse than Governor Blagojevich? I got to think about this, okay? Blagojevich, at least. I know Blagojevich is doing time in federal prison, but, uh, you know, at least he got budgets passed, right? He did that. Ronner didn't, couldn't do that. So I don't know. It's it's a we could talk all day. We could have that debate. Is Ronner worse uh, than uh, Bogoyevich? But he certainly didn't warrant re-election. So why would who was Fluster voting for? His, the opposition was Jeannie Ives. Jeannie Ives is probably to the right of the Chicago Tribune editorial board, if such a thing is possible. She is a vehement uh, opponent to a woman's right to choose, among other things, gay rights, etc., and so forth. So. I have a hard time believing that he, Flesner, would pick a ballot to vote for Jeannie Ives. Either way, it's a terrible, <laughs> it doesn't show a lot that, uh, it doesn't speak well for the person that Lori Lightfoot would decide should be our corporation counsel, someone who voted in the Republican primary uh, in 2018, but that was her decision. Somehow or other in the fallout of all that, Bill McCaffrey got fired. The the uh, spokesperson for the law department got fired. Flesner didn't get fired. Flesner? <laughs> McCaffrey got fired. And now he's on a do not hi uh, hire list. How is that fair? How is that right? How is that just, how is that, that just smells of just bully-like punishment. I don't know. When I look at it all and all, I'm telling you what. I don't think Mark Flesner should be fired. Excuse me, Flasner. I got his name wrong. I apologize. Mark Flesner. I don't believe Mark Flesner. He's listening. He was offended so much. I don't. How dare he? I've got a feeling it'll get. It may get to him. Uh, a, a copy of this may get to him. A transcript of this may get to him. Anyway, I'm not saying that Mark Flesner should be fired for the high crime of being a Republican. Yeah, no, has business with cannabis. Yes, that's awesome. I love it when you call it cannabis. By <laughs> the way. Uh, anyway, so plenty of political talk ahead of us, plenty of uh, reefer talk ahead of us. Before we do any of that, the young man from Alton, the man they call Dr. Doobie, with the news. Hey, how about we find out what's happening in Chicago and or Illinois this afternoon, huh? What do you I, say about that, Ben? I, I said it's a great idea. Uh, I think so, too. First up, no public events scheduled for our Illinois Governor, J.B. Pritzker. Ben Jarofsky, it's a very snowy day here yeah. in the city of Chicago, uh -huh. and apparently the guy has nothing going on today, so I will pose this Hard-hitting question to you. Mm -hmm. Does J.B. Pritzker, the richest politician in America, besides Michael Bloomberg, old money bags Bloomberg, does J.B. Pritzker shovel his own driveway and sidewalk? Well, first of all, again, he's not the richest uh, politician, and uh, presumably Trump is even wealthier. Let's not forget Donnie, all right? Uh, Pritzker's way richer than Trump, guarantee it. Well, I think he's only worth $3 billion. That's, uh, I, I know only, right? Uh, but uh, young Donald says he's worth more than that, so who knows? Uh, he won't reveal his tax force. But anyway, get to the main point. Yes, yes. and I guess Rauner doesn't count anymore because he's no longer our governor. Uh, I do not believe that J.B. Pritzker shovels his walk. No, I, I don't. I shovel mine today, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? You know, this is okay. I, I, I prefer, like, the broom now. I'm, like, I'm really into, like, sweeping off. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm glad you did that motion because I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, I like the broom. Sweeping. Sweeping. Uh, so, yeah, it was the last. No I, chance I, at all that J.B. Pritzker shoveled his own Well, I didn't driveway. say no chance. I just said, you asked me, do I think he does? And no. I, if I'm the richest guy, well, okay, again, I didn't mean to go there. If I have $3 billion, I'm not shoveling my walk. I'll hire you to do it. Yo, D, get over here. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Some big dumb guy. Hey, I'll do anything you say, Ben. Whatever you say. All right. I shovel my own walk, all right? There we go. <laughs> this J.B. Pritzker. We threw that question over to all of those listening on the live stream chat. Live stream chat, what's happening? Does Governor J.B. Pritzker shovel his own driveway and sidewalk? Several of you have weighed in, and we'll be reading your responses before we go to the break. Ben, the Chicago Sun-Times Democratic congressional primary candidate endorsements have been pouring through the headlines mm. all week. And it looks like a reoccurring Ben Jarofsky show guest has been endorsed. It was announced this week that the Chicago Sun-Times have endorsed Democratic 7th Congressional District candidate one Anthony Clark in his primary election against Keena Collins and incumbent Danny K. Davis. Yeah, I was really uh, surprised by that, D. You know, uh, Anthony Clark's been coming on uh, whatever show I've had for three years. He's a teacher at Oak Park River Forest. Uh, and he ran against uh, Danny K. Davis in 2018. Uh, he, um, I think he's got, uh, I think he's one of the bright voices in the Democratic Party. He's smart. Uh, he's got an interesting view of the world. I love talking to him. I told him, uh, win or lose, he's always going to be a guest on whatever show I have, as long as I have a show, obviously. So uh, I was really impressed. You know, I got this feeling that anybody that I like, mainstream papers will not like. And it's, you know, it's not always true. By the way, Keena Collins, also in the race. Uh, she's come on the show several times. So, yeah, it's good. It's uh, I was really impressed that Anthony Clark got the endorsement of my beloved Bright One. So I guess I have to congratulate my beloved Bright One huh? for, uh, you know. Anything you'd like to say to Anthony Clark right now? Congratulations, young man. All right. Congratulations. Now, getting a newspaper endorsement is not the same thing as winning an election, and that's going to be a tough election to win. Danny K. Davis uh, has been the incumbent congressperson since the 90s, and uh, you know how people get uh, in uh, when it comes to their, their Congress people. They, they recognize a name, and they go, I'll vote for that person. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's going to be tough to defeat an incumbent congressman, but congratulations, A.C. Yes, a reoccurring guest on the Ben Jarofsky Show, endorsed by the Sun-Times. Ben, things continue to keep looking up for us. Our download numbers have doubled when we started last year. We're slowly but surely developing a natural, organic following through word of mouth and endless content. Endless content, by the way, that you can find at both Chicago Reader and Chicago Sun-Times websites and wherever else you download your favorite podcasts. And, you know, the last thing we needed was a string of our candidates not getting endorsed. And, and we have some Ben Jarofsky candidate curse rumor going around. You know what I mean? We don't want that. That would have been really bad. Yeah. Like anybody who comes on the Ben Jarofsky show is just not going to get the Benny J. Don't go on that don't go show. No, because you won't get endorsed by anybody resembling mainstream Chicago. Not happening. At least right now, not happening. All Matumbo right. negatory. Hang tight, non-sports fans. But, Ben, you know what would be about as equally as bad? What? You and me getting on that Mayor Lightfoot's do not hire list. <laughs> Whoa, that would be awful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we were just. I got a feeling you might already be on that one, D. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those who don't know, Ben was just talking about it. Yeah, that is a thing. And former Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson, you just made the list. Yeah, I thought that was really unfair. Again, we don't know. The full story has not been told on, on uh, John, uh, Eddie Gate. 
Uh, there's always investigations. There's always reports about to come out. That's the thing about Chicago. That's what I'm saying. It's like McCarthyism around here. There always, it's always like, wait for this report to come out. Wait for this report to come out. It's like Kim Fox, this endless series of reports and investigations. Wait for this one to come out. So they always keep that cloud over their heads. Wait for this one to come out. And uh, Eddie Johnson served the city well in the three years that he was police chief. We could argue about whether he uh, was too quiet beforehand on issues of police brutality, but when uh, Emanuel turned to, Rahm Emanuel turned to him and asked him to step in a very critical moment in police relations uh, with the black community of the city of Chicago, I think he did an admirable job in those three years. He did not deserve just this piling on that's going on uh, and to slap him, further humiliate him by putting on a do not hire list. Duh, he wasn't going to get hired anyway. I mean, Lori Lightfoot was not going to hire him. What if the Lori Lightfoot will not be mayor forever, right? You may run in eight years or whatever. <laughs> you never know. So that next mayor may want to hire Eddie Johnson, or maybe not. Eddie Johnson may just want to retire. But just the humiliation of putting him on a do not hire list is overkill. I just think do not hire list in general. I remember when the Board of Education, now I'm all fired up on this one. I remember in the Board of Education, the CPS back in the day, about 10 years ago, this is the age of when we, uh, from uh, Daily to Rom. This was in that anti-teacher day when the uh, the quote-unquote school reformers of the world had decided that everything wrong with public education in poor districts was bad teachers. If we could only get rid of bad teachers, uh, and that's bad in quotes, uh, we could uh, imp- suddenly students from the poorest of neighborhoods would be scoring like students from Wilmette and Lake Forest. That was the attitude they actually had. It's still prevalent in some places. So they would fire teachers and put them on the do not hire list. I wrote a lot of stories about this. I thought it was unfair then. I thought it was McCarthyism then. I thought this notion of like secret lists that people are punished for life was ridiculous then, overkill then. And I think it's ridiculous now. I do not know what Eddie Johnson did to warrant this. And I certainly don't know what Bill McCaffrey did. That, again, is the kid who worked. Uh, he was the spokesperson for the law department. Oh, yeah. I'm probably stepping The following your... comes from the Chicago Sun-Times. I'm the fired one... up about it, Dave. I know you are. The following comes from the Chicago Sun-Times and the one and only Fran the Woman Spielman, host of the Fran Spielman podcast. Mm-hmm. It's the personnel equivalent of a scarlet letter that bars them from being hired by the city and raises a red flag for any private employer. That's particularly true for Eddie Johnson, who might otherwise land a job in corporate security. This 29-page list of untouchables released to the Chicago Sun-Times in response to a Freedom of Information request includes 689 names. By the way, more than 100 of those have been added in the nine months since Lightfoot took office. 100 since Lightfoot took office. Wow, you're definitely on that hey, list. Hey, come on. <laughs> Do not hire Dr. Doobie. Oh, They'd boy. have to have like three different names for you. Uh, A.K.A. Dr. Doobie. A.K.A. Dr. D. A.K.A. The Man, the Myth, the Legend from Alton. A.K.A. White Lightning. A.K.A. Bald Douchebag. <laughs> All are listed as, quote, (laughs) ineligible to rehire for a period defined as, quote, indefinite. Wow, that indefinite. That sounds like a long time. (laughs) For Johnson, the reason is listed as, quote, retirement under inquiry. Also on the do not. What does that even mean? (laughs) Over my head. It's it's so bureaucratic on top of everything else. What is it? Retirement what? Retirement under inquiry. (laughs) Come on. Mayor Lightfoot, let's just take this do not hire thing. Just like Nancy Pelosi did to Donald Trump's, oh, that was good. you know, 
by the way, I'm with you 100%, Nancy Pelosi. I'm not bending in the breeze because my lefty listeners go, we don't like you. Here. There we go. And there went all the live stream (laughs) listeners. They're not listening now. Also on the do not hire list, Ben mentioned it, former law department spokesman one, Bill McCaffrey. He was fired alongside with Johnson on December. The reason listed for Bill McCarthy. McCaffrey. McCaffrey. I don't know why I have a McCarthy. Yeah. Discharge. What the heck does that even mean? Discharge? Sounds horrible. That sounds gross. Yes. <laughs> Discharge. Eddie Johnson could not be reached for comment, but his attorney, one Tom Needham, said the designation was, quote, completely unnecessary, mean-spirited, and serves no purpose other than to demean and hurt a good man who had a fine career. I agree with Needham. I agree with Needham. There you go. I agree with Attorney Needham. Absolutely. What purpose does it serve to put Eddie Johnson on a duty? He's not going to get hired anyway. No one's going to hire him. So why do you, you know, like, like the secret list. This does get back to McCarthyism. The secret lists. You're on a list. Shh. Shh. Don't tell anybody. Go looking for a job. You don't get the job. You don't get a callback because you're on the list. I haven't got a callback from that one job, guys. So maybe. <laughs> Couple weeks back, remember? Look, man. I had my tie on. <laughs> haven't heard back. Yeah, God bless you, man. You got the, the, the Scarlet Ben Jarofsky letter in this town. Well, you work with Ben Jarofsky. You know, for some reason, I got uh, <laughs> Milwaukee on my mind. I don't know why. You may have to go further away. Than, uh, all the nasty things I said about cheeseheads, I take it all back, cheeseheads, okay? I love you. <laughs> By the way, what a great name for a lawyer. Needham. Needham, man. I need him. Needham's fighting for his client. You know what a lawyer stands up for his client? What an awesome name for a lawyer. All right. I need him. <laughs> no, I need I'm, him. I'm with Needham 100%. Come on. It's overkill. Eddie Johnson was already fired. His name was plastered all over every newspaper. They're talking about it. Oh, we're shocked. Oh, God. Oh, all the Chicago journalist community was just shocked and outraged by these allegations. And oh, my God. So right. why do you put him on a do not hire list? Well, why do you even have a do not hire if list? If we're not on the list, if we keep going, we're going to be. So oh, let's move on I today. Mayor Lightfoot is at Gallery 7 to Ooh. deliver remarks at the NBA Voices Youth Leadership Summit. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. God, you got your board back, man. I missed that. All right. By the way, can I give a shout out to Eric Zorn? Yeah, absolutely. Easy Eric Zorn of the Chicago Tribune. Uh, and uh, he put on his, put play the thing he's got, D. You know, he put it on his. Oh, uh, you you got to set it up a little better now. Oh, I didn't go to radio school. Eric Zorn sent us a Facebook message last night, uh-huh. and he let us know of his new ringtone that's, that's on his phone. That's right. He's got a new ringtone. Eric, this is legit true. Eric Zorn's new ringtone. I'm not a perfect person. <laughs> that's so cool. When he, I, he put it on Facebook, I was cracking up, man. <laughs> Can you imagine that's the ringtone? I am not a perfect person. For 10 trivia points, when did J.B. Pritzker say that? Do you remember? Oh, he said that right after um, the Blago tapes were released, right? Come on, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he remembers. All right. yeah. And by the way, uh, Michael Bloomberg, you might want to listen to that speech as you go around apologizing for your stop and frisk ta- uh, policies. You know, I am not a perfect person. Oh, actually, he did. Uh, we do have a quote from uh, Michael Bloomberg about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Sorry, it's just the sound of money. Okay. No quotes. Just <laughs> money, the... money, money. All right, we just read some of her article. Now you should go download her podcast. It's the Fran Spielman Show. Once a week, Fran the Woe Man sits down and goes one-on-one with a Chicago political figure and puts them in the hot seat. And guys, she's legit really good at it. Listen as a guest gets really comfortable. Then all of a sudden, Fran... Pops him with a great question. Oh, how about a, how about a, it's an awesome podcast. Go check it out. This week's guest, Cook County State's attorney, Donna Moore. Mm-hmm. For 10 trivia points, what high school did Donna Moore go to? Why would I know that? Ice Cube High School. No, you know, because I already told you. All that reefer you smoked is catching up with you. Remember her older brother went to high school with me? I and just choose <laughs> what to hear and not to hear when you talk. But I don't know her. I didn't know her back then. She's younger, you know, like everybody else in the world. She's younger than me. All right, so go download the show. It's the France Spielman Show every week at the Chicago Sun-Times website or wherever else you download your favorite podcast. Like I said, I'm, uh, I record the France Spielman Show. I'm sitting right here. Donna Moore was giving an interview with Fran. Donna Moore, pretty cool. Seems like just a regular person. She didn't have like personnel with her or anything. She just came solo. Mm-hmm. Check the interview out, everybody. All right, now we go to the live stream chat room. Shout out to all of you for weighing in. Today's big question. <laughs> Does our filthy rich Illinois governor shovel his own driveway or sidewalk on snowy days? like this. Ben, what was your answer again? Uh, my answer was, I do not believe he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> believe it or not, everyone on the live stream agrees. <laughs> Pat Rod says, JB don't shovel no sidewalk, but it's okay because he's not a perfect person. <laughs> That's good, That's man. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Send him the car or something, man. All right. More of you. Uh, Kyle. Kyle, you're always hilarious. He says, can the Pritzkers even identify a shovel? Have any Pritzker ever held a shovel or seen a shovel okay. in the wild? <laughs> in a when, in a while being the keyword. In the wild. Oh, in the wild. Okay, got it. <laughs> uh, let's see. KMA Barry, what's up? He says, JB shovels with his unused toilet plunger. Okay. <laughs> we're never forgetting that one, are uh, we? No, we're not going to get over that one for a while, are we? Okay, let's see. Steven, what's going on, Steven? Uh, he says, uh, oh, he's responding to Kyle saying, as a representative of the Pritzker family, I will have you know that JB owns several shovel <laughs> companies. And it's been a leading light in shovel innovation. That's very good. All right. Let's shovel innovation. All right. Let's see. Ricky weighs in. Says Pritzker shoveling while sitting on one of his... Okay. The to- another toilet joke. All right, guys. It didn't work for Rauner. He tried to make... Remember when Rauner... At the commercials, when it was Toilet Gate was erupting, yeah. uh, had the, the J.B. Pritzker Toilet Company. Remember that? That didn't really work so well. Let's say here, KMA Barry also weighed in. Can't J.B. work out an arrangement with Lori and have streets and sanitation <laughs> take care of his shoveling requirements? Well, that worked for Ed Burke. If you recall, uh, Ed Burke used to, I wonder if he still gets it. He would be put at the front of the list. Uh, his street would be shoveled before anybody, or uh, cleaned uh, before anybody else's. So maybe J.B. could cut a deal with Ed Burke. All I think that's all we got there for uh, the J.B. Pritzker shoveling question. Feel free to weigh in on the live stream, everybody. Uh, We'll more than likely read your answer. And, hey, uh, I guess we're going to find out sooner or later if J.B. Pritzker has a do not hire list out there, huh? (laughs) I don't know, man. I just don't think that's uh, J.B. Pritzker style. I hope not. Uh, But uh, listen, I'll end it with this. I think they should take that uh, do not hire list. And do to that list what uh, Nancy Pelosi did to Donald John Trump's speech. Shh. There's no reason to have a do not hire list. It sounds like a political hit list. Yeah, here, here's the list. Uh, the, 
in the part of the article where uh, France Spillman explains what you have to do to get off the list. The criteria for getting off the list also may warrant a second look. As it stands, those on the list may petition for removal only once every two years and only after providing proof the designation is, quote, no longer valid or should be excused. Okay, this really is uh, Orwellian. They don't even tell, like in the case of McCaffrey, we don't even know why he's on the list. What he did wrong to get on the list. So now he has to, what does he have to do? Has to provide proof that the designation is no longer valid or should be excused. Well, if we don't know why he was designated in the first place, how can he come up with proof that it's no longer valid? It's McCarthyism. Take that list, pretend you're Nancy Pelosi and it's Donnie Trump's uh, State of the Union speech and rip it up. All right, Miles Camflassen has entered the studio. We'll pose the question to him real quick before we go to break. I don't know if he's been listening or not, but the question of the day, since it's so snowy out there, and it seems like J.B. Pritzker's got the day off, no public event scheduled, does J.B. Pritzker shovel his own driveway or sidewalk? Hard to believe that the guy with <laughs> extra toilets to, you know, uh. get the <laughs> tax rebates out there shoveling his walk, but maybe, you know, JP's kind of an old school kind of guy, you know. He loves Gilligan Island. Gilligan's Island. He likes the Eagles, right? Yeah, he does love the Eagles. He loves Gilligan's Island. I, I thought that's what he, I know he likes oh. Lost. There was that ca- classic campaign ad where he went in about his pop culture. Yeah, you know? I don't remember Gilligan's Island or Lost. I remember the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. I, I did not see eye to eye with him on the Eagles. Not a big <laughs> Eagles fan on this show. Uh, I hope I hope JP's out there a doing perfect it. person. Read the Chicago Reader to get up to speed on what's what in Chicago, culture, food. Arts and entertainment, weekly concert listings, weekly event listings, the environment, travel. I can continue, but you get the point. And for all of you Chicago political junkies, raw weekly columns on real city politics from Maya Dukmasova and our very own Ben Jarofsky. The Chicago Reader, free to the public in newsstands throughout the city and online at chicagoreader.com. Read it now and be a more informed Chicagoan. Well, we got to get down to business. All yes, right, it, is, it is primary season, and we have more Illinois candidates being endorsed, mm. and we're going to unpack three of them. All right. One, but, two, three. Oh, got he it. can count, guys. Mm. Oh, you are ready to go for tonight. <laughs> got it. All right. We're going to unpack three of them. The first two, speculation free. The other one, eh, well, I don't know. Our colleagues at the Chicago Sun-Times have their pick in the heated third Congressional District Democratic primary. Remember, last time, round one was a razor-thin election. It's Dino Dan Lipinski, Marie Newman, the real Democrat. Round two, and a couple of others. I'm Rush Darwish, and I approve this message. (laughs) Sadly, the Sun-Times does not have a crush on Rush, no. In fact, they announced this morning that they agree with Marie. Yeah, the Chicago Sun-Times is endorsing Marie Newman. Here's the piece from the Sun-Times editorial board. Democrat voters in this district deserve to be represented by a consistent fighter for better health care, especially at the Trump administra- as the Trump administration continues its assault on the Affordable Care Act. Marie Newman, a businesswoman from LaGrange, leaves no doubt that she would make that fight. Yeah, uh, Dan Lipinski, as everybody knows, is perhaps the most conservative Democrat in the House. Uh, he's so far to the right, he pretty much is a Republican, uh, particularly on the issue of choice. Uh, vehemently opposed to uh, abortion rights uh, almost in any instance. So that's perhaps where he's most vulnerable. But he's also vulnerable on the issue of health care. The Democratic Party as a whole has pretty much agreed that we need to solidify, bolster, and strengthen health care uh, in this country, maybe even move to the left. Oh, yeah, do you think so, guys? You think it's about time we had national health care? I don't know. The whole rest of the world has it. 
Uh, but slowly, the Democratic Party is moving left in this. I'm going to give a little shout out to Bernie Sanders. I know it's not popular with my centrist friends, but he's the reason that the Democratic parties uh, have moved to the left. That you see in the debates, Amy Klobuchar's uh, of the world saying, yes, I believe in a public option, but if you like your private care, insurance, you should keep it. At least she's saying, I believe in a public option. And we owe Bernie thanks to that. Uh, Dan Lipinski, straggling on that issue. Not quite sure where he stands on that issue. So even even if you if you're for some reason indifferent on the matter of abortion rights, which I can't imagine anybody being indifferent to it, but let's say you are indifferent, it just doesn't matter to you. I would hope healthcare would matter to you. Marie Newman uh, is um, uh, far to the left of uh, Dan Lipinski on that matter. So yeah, sometimes picking and choosing very carefully why uh, the justification for endorsing Marie Newman. Very interesting. As opposed to saying, oh, man, God, I'm so sick of the Lipinskis on the on the southwest side of Chicago. These conservative Democrats in name only. Instead of saying that, which is like a legitimate point. And remember who the Sun-Times endorsed for mayor last time around? Laurie Lightfoot. There we go. And hey, Marie Newman picked up another big endorsement over the weekend from Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Yes, along with her Kim Fox for Cook County State's Attorney candidate endorsement, she endorsed Marie Newman as well. Lightfoot said about the endorsement and Newman, quote, It's time for the people of the 3rd District to have a real Democrat representing their values, and added that, quote, It's no wonder some refer to Lipinski as Trump's favorite Democrat. <laughs> she said that? Yeah. That's pretty good. Lori Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot and I see an eye to eye on that one. I, I, if I lived in the third, I would vote for Marie Newman. Yeah. So what? Lori and I fit an I see eye to eye in that one. But it's not her third congressional district vote that has all the Chicago political nerds like Ben asking, <laughs> what the hell, Lori? It's Lightfoot's third district state rep endorsement. Oh. On Monday, mm-hmm. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot announced that she will be endorsing Eva Dina Delgado for state rep. This election, by the way, is the one to replace the corrupt and because of that now former state rep, Louis Arroyo. Ben, what was it that uh, Arroyo was busted for? Was uh, Arroyo was a br- taking bribes, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly taking bribes from a state senator. Wasn't it? Uh, well, he claims he wasn't the bribe giver. Remember that day, Terry Link? I didn't do it. All right. Whatever. And Eva Delgado, by the way, is the woman who was handpicked by Arroyo himself to replace him. That's awkward, right? Mm. But wait, there's more. And let the speculation begin, because if you were to do some research on Eva Dina Delgado's opponents, you'd learn that one of them is a public schools teacher and a CTU activist. A CTU activist who went on a hunger strike during last year's Chicago teacher strike. Her name, Nidia Carranza. Mm -hmm. Now, you all remember the Chicago teacher strike, right? That Mm -hmm. time when the Chicago Teachers Union tested our newly elected mayor in a two-week back-and-forth bargaining battle royale? (laughs) Well, some believe that this endorsement is proof that the grudge between the mayor and the teachers union is alive and well. Ben Jarofsky, is the endorsement proof that the grudge between the mayor and the teachers union is alive and well? Are you asking me whether I'm part of the sum that believe that? That's correct. Uh, yeah, thank you, Robert Mueller. Yes, I believe. <laughs> Some things don't heal. I just talked about Democrats still haven't, the wounds haven't healed from 2016. That was four years ago. Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton still battling it out, right? D, their supporters still battling it out. I got Bernie Sanders supporters. Notice I didn't say that word. Notice I didn't. Notice I learned. I love it. I love it. Who, who's Steve? I learned, Steve. I really did learn. It took to heart your criticism. Anyway, Bernie Sanders support. I know many Bernie Sanders. I will not. Not vote for any Democrat if it's not Bernie. So 
there's that going on. I got centrists who hate uh, Bernie Sanders in 2016. Why should it be the Democrats in Chicago be any different? Uh, clearly, Lori Lightfoot has not forgotten and forgiven uh, the battle that uh, the mayoral battle against Tony Preckwinkle in which the Chicago Teachers Union endorsed Tony Preckwinkle. Uh, then there was the strike, and uh, Lori Lightfoot's voter, uh, supporters were convinced that the whole strike was about getting revenge for Tony Preckwinkle losing. Why they thought teachers would go on strike, uh, missing pay, exposing themselves to the elements just to get revenge for an election they got clobbered in, I don't know. But whatever. I'm telling you, D, when Democrats fight, they love to fight. So let's go back and unwrap this one, all right? As you were saying, uh, Eva Dina Delgado, I think she worked for People's Gas. She's an executive from People's Gas, was appointed by the ward committeeman uh, in the the district, the third district, to replace Louis Arroyo. All right, say, well, Ben, that's how it happens, right? That's how it goes down when there's a vacancy uh, in uh, a state representative seat. The ward committeeman get to pick the person who replaces this. Okay, I'm explaining this because I know a lot of our listeners are not from Chicago. I'm explaining how the process works. Well, guess who is one of the ward committeemen who selected Eva Dina Delgado? Louis Arroyo. And guess why Louis Arroyo uh, had to step down? Because he was nailed in a uh, federal prosecution or uh, federal charges of accepting bribes. So you have the guy who had walked away in disgrace naming his replacement. That is exhibit A of not how you do things in good government. That's not how you do things. Uh, if you have transparency, if you believe in democracy, it's ant- It's like everything that the Chicago Democratic machine uh, stands for and what reformers are against, right, D? And who ran against the Democratic machine? Who was elected largely because she was an opponent of the Democratic machine? Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> but now she's supporting uh, Eva Dina Delgado over uh, Carranza, who's a public school teacher and supported by CTU. If I didn't know any better, I would say uh, the the kiss of death for Carranza and getting Lori, not getting Lori Lightfoot's endorsement is the endorsement of CTU. Folks, if you're outside of Chicago, the bottom line is this. We are insane. Okay. We are crazy here in the city of Chicago. We would rather fight each other than join together uh, to fight for our common interests. That's how we do it in the city of Chicago, folks. We love to fight each other. So anyway, Lori Lightfoot has decided she's going to uh, uh, support uh, Eva Dina Delgado, even though uh, Delgado was there by virtue of the fact that Louis Arroyo uh, used his influence to get her uh, to fill the vacancy. I remember when Michael Madigan... Michael Joseph Madigan, House Speaker, who is not exactly a reformer, but has been embarrassed by all the uh, the investigations uh, into the Democratic Party and to some of uh, the the uh, the state reps and state senators of Springfield. When Michael Joseph Madigan said he would not allow Delgado to be seated, he's kind of dropped that threat. It's interesting, man. I'll tell you what: Chicago politics is a trip. People in Chicago would rather be fighting each other. Then joining forces to fight the Republicans. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say this: Eva Marie Delgado is just really good. Okay. A really, or D, uh, Eva Dina Delgado. All right. Can't remember her name, but I'm sure she's a great candidate. All, all right. right. So it has nothing to do with uh, uh, CTU. Nah, the, or the Arroyo thing. She's just good. Yeah, she's really good. Didn't matter that Arroyo Arroyo yeah. name, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure she's good. Okay. She, you know what? Here's the deal, folks. 
It shouldn't have taken the seat, right? Louis Arroyo, I agree with the Sun-Times in this one. My beloved Bright One, we don't always see eye to eye when they write their editor. Sometimes I'm like, ah, Sun-Times, I'm not feeling this one. But in this one, I do. This thing where you hand off these vacancies, uh, you know, where a guy gets indicted or is on the verge of getting indicted, it's been charged, I should say, gets to name his replacement. I don't know if that's good for democracy. Maybe we should just hold back and let the voters decide. I mean, we have the primary coming up uh, in March, so, you know, but then the other argument would be, oh, well, Ben, the voters of the district, the third district, deserve a representation. They have to have representation. They can't go a day without representation. That's true in the principle. I'd also say I don't believe that. I, D, if we could get, if you could find one out of 10 voters in Chicago who could tell you who their state rep is, that would be an amazing feat. All right. And then you would make fun of me. Oh, what a nerd. He, <laughs> you know who your state rep is. Do you know who your state rep is? My state rep. Wait, uh, Andrade, Jamie, Andr- Jamie Andrade. I think you're absolutely correct. That's correct. Wow, he sent me a, a birthday letter like on in the mail. It was nice of him. It was really nice yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, uh, uh, Representative Andrade. Well, I'm stunned and, and impressed that you know you're yeah, doing yeah. I was gonna say you're co-host a, of the Two Fellers Eating podcast. Dave Feller, who was <laughs> who was a candidate for a brief moment in this race, and then yeah. dropped out to support uh, Carranza. So anyway, listen, Chicago politics. It's a weird game. It's a weird trip, man, we have in Chicago when it comes to politics. Uh, you know what? Lori Lightfoot is should have endorsed Carranza and should have said, my, I want to reach out to my brothers and sisters, the Chicago Teachers Union. We're all Democrats. We didn't agree. We didn't see eye to eye on the mayoral race. But you know what? I love you guys. Come on. Doesn't this work, little right? light of mine. <laughs> I'm going to let it shine. And my good friend, Stacey Davis Gates, as DG. She should have said, I love you, Lori Lightfoot. We all can get along. And my good friend, Jeanette Taylor, Alder Woman of 20th Ward, was in this show just Friday. Remember that, D? Yes, I do. Uh, she should have said, I love you, Lori Lightfoot. We had some disagreements on, you know, the uh, Obama Center and the Community Benefits Agreement, but we can get along. Can't we all just get along? We'll just get along? No. <laughs> oh, my God. So Lori Lightfoot supporting Louis Arroyo's candidate. Well, you know, you live long enough, you see it all.